You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-errands pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you sleepy today or something? You keep yawning. Well, you know, okay, so I'm obviously in my parents' house, and, Uh um, you know, they don't, they start drinking at 9.30 in the morning. They're retired. (laughs) So, um, my uncle, who is the one person they've been seeing through all of this, is here. Mm -hmm. And he got here, what is it? It's five here. He's been here since like three and they're just, you know, my desk is the kitchen table because there isn't really anywhere else to, um, like set up a computer and, uh-huh. you know, they're in there drinking and talking and it's like, I can't concentrate. So I need quiet and my, actually my dogs are here too. So it's like, I can't have them bothering me. So I'm, I'm in the living room of our house, which is like a room that we never use except for on Christmas and the heat's not even on. So it's like, I think I'm kind of like my body's like time to hibernate. You're cold, you know. <laughs> time to I mean, hibernate. We, I mean, they they when I say they only use this on Christmas, uh, when my mom finally got old enough, she said fuck it and just they got a fake Christmas tree and they leave it up all year. Oh decorated. my god. Yep. That is amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. She puts a sheet around it just in case they need to use the room, but Yeah. I mean, it's so funny. Well, speaking of drinking, I was telling you, I'm extremely hungover today. (laughs) I don't even like, uh, first of all, I'm 38. So hangovers hit a lot harder. Let's get real here. Um, The wrong glass of wine in your whole next day. Well, you want to know what really happened to me? So, okay. I don't see anyone, you know, I mean, basically I see my boyfriend. I see you from time to time. If you're here, we'd record, but like pretty much we don't see anyone. And two of my friends and I decided last night that we just needed to see each other one time. And we've all been quarantining or just like isolating pretty much unless it's like a work situation. And so we felt safe doing it and got together. And uh, it was just like, I was so excited to actually see human beings. <laughs> like, you know, I mean like whatever, see my friends. And so we just got so excited and we just started drinking. And before I know it, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm like hammered because we just started drinking and talking. And then I had a cup of eggnog and I seriously think that that is what set me over the edge. What is even in eggnog? I, I wish know. that I knew because I never want to have it again. I think it's rum maybe. 
Uh, you know what? I think it's got two liquors in it. I think rum is one. Of, I think it's like rum and vodka. Well, there I'm going to go. Google eggnog recipe. Um, and like raw egg, I think. Okay. Well, the egg isn't oh, probably no. what made me feel this way. But. Yeah. I th- I, it's, bur- it's bourbon and rum, I think. Or you- actually. Bourbon? No. No wonder yeah. I feel like shit. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Somebody should have told me. Well, you know that thing where someone's that it's like a joke and people are like, um, God, I think someone put something in my drink last night. And they're like, yeah, bitch, it's called vodka. (laughs) (laughs) Mine was tequila, but and then the bourbon. (laughs) Woof. I mean, I just I don't know. I don't even know how to handle myself anymore. Apparently. (laughs) Anyway, it was so fun to see friends. I'm really craving some sense of normalcy. I think a lot of people are right now. And I just don't know that we're going to get it anytime soon. So if you can see your friends in a safe way. It is always fun, but but also uh, drink with caution. Forewarning drink with here. Drink caution. God. Yeah. So if I sound a little brain dead, not. that's why. Right. Um. I wanted to talk to you though because we were texting earlier this week and we were talking about the Kardashian thing and we we reported you know on at casual a couple months ago. <laughs> Heard it here first. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. But that that the Kardashians were not going to go away. That they. We're for sure going to be shopping a new deal. And sure enough, it sounds like they have. And they just signed something with Hulu for like a multi-year contract that people are saying is worth more than their $150 million. (laughs) They got $150 million deal. Help me. Somebody send help. A hundred and fifty million dollar deal they had with E. So I mean, I'm sure it's going to be huge. But you know what I was just reading about? Like, I don't understand what the deal is. Did you? I don't think I don't think they've really made it public. But before we even go into that, I want to note that these women mm-hmm. and are worth a combined two billion dollars. Two billion billion dollars. Jesus. Would would you sign another? I would go live my life. <laughs> See, but I don't think you they know, can. I think the way that they're wired yeah, is they need to stay relevant. They need to like yeah, it's keep it going. Like power and fame. Yep. Yeah. So, and you know, everything that I've read, um, you know, it wouldn't make sense for them to re- like to just do the fifteenth season of the show because when it was 15th? on, e, isn't it fifteen? They, they did twenty. They did twenty seasons. It was four, it was 14 years, 14 years. Yeah. Okay. You can do multiple seasons in a year. Yeah. So the 21st season, it wouldn't make sense for them to do that because even when it was on E, like the ratings were never great. Right. They were just big stars. Right. So people kind of speculate that what's happening is they, this is a marketing and PR move for Hulu. And what they're probably going to do is they'll create content that they may or may not star in. Um, but what they will do is promote it through their like right. millions and millions and millions of you know people that are following them on social media. And I, I read the number today. I was kind of shocked at how low the subscriptions are on Hulu. It was mm-hmm. only like um, thirty some. I think it's like thirty eight million or something. It was like shockingly low. Um, I wonder what it is on feel- Netflix. Do you know? It's thirty eight point eight million on um, Hulu. I think Netflix is like one hundred and fifty one million or something. Like yeah. That. So Hulu is definitely trying to make a PR move here, and who else would be better? I mean, the Kardashians have 
basically, I feel like they have audiences hooked. And like you said, I mean, what was so interesting for me is when I was on Very Cavalier, we got a lot of information about that show because it came on right after ours or before ours, before ours. And um, yeah, the ratings were not that high. Like we were not that far behind them, honestly. Yeah, they, it's like they, they outshone the show. Well, what it so, would happen is in between seasons, their lives would get so insane and then they would right. use that as PR for the show or whatever it was. But people were actually just interested mostly in what was happening on, a lot on their social media pages versus like the yeah. actual show. Right. And I think it was like you got to see a little bit of it play out like with them on screen, which was attractive. But like, you know, by the time the 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 show was on the air, it had played out online. So it wasn't. You know, if you were a casual fan, like there was no need to go watch it. You'd heard about right. what happened. So, um, you know, I think for, you know, Hulu, it's like one, they probably don't want cameras like in their homes all the time anymore. So that'd be another reason to avoid doing a, a, a non-scripted show just about their lives. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's speculation that like maybe Kim will do a show about, you know, skims is that the name of her company? Yeah, like but like this? that's so fucking boring. Like, who cares? Right. You know, like right. I'm sorry, but right. like that you just after a while, there's only so many times that you can say something about the company, or you know, let's talk about like shipping, shipping issues. Shipping <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> you can't buy your fake employees anymore, right? Anyway, so. Like they're. <laughs> um, I'm confused on what we're talking myself. about anymore, but you know, <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to correct myself. Netflix, I just Googled it, has 195 million subscribers okay. and 73 million of them are in the U.S. Right. So, I mean, it's, you know, the whole of Netflix is half of their U.S. business. When I was also so reading... I think this is about making them a, a global brand. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Is. I totally agree. And I was also reading, like, Hulu is connected to Disney, which right. is connected to... ABC connected to Ryan Seacrest connected to all these things that the Kardashians already have their fingers into those holes. What? <laughs> those, those <plots. laughs> Am I still drunk? Like, I don't I even guess, know if I I'm mean, hungover. Maybe I'm just still drunk. <laughs> maybe, maybe you should just have a drink to get back to even. Oh my God. My body is like, n- now I'm like going in withdrawals. Is that what we're saying? <laughs> yeah, so- maybe. Jesus. Well, you know, every time I've read about the deal, it says partnership. It doesn't say I like know. they've got a television show. So I think I think it's going to be a little bit more of like them producing stuff. I think so, too. Um, well, I'm curious yeah. how that's going to play out because I'm not sure if it'll work or not. But I'm sure they'll figure out something to make it interesting. Also, I think that what we mentioned before about, you know, like Kanye going crazy again and then like just the intensity of their lives in general, maybe you are right that they didn't necessarily want to be the content. Although if you're an executive producer, it's very controlled and let's not ever get that fucking twisted. So they have the control. They'll be the content when they want to be, you know, like when they need to be, they will happily be the content. And I mean, Chris Jenner is a genius and I'm not even like, I kind of think this, you know, family is ruined America, but, um, I, I, I think she is a remarkable marketing mind and I have no doubt that like whatever they do is going to, um, greatly benefit them and Hulu. Yes. When you say that the 
family together is worth two billion two billion dollars like and they're all women and i really think that that is like shifting a lot of um as much as you don't want to admit it or as much as like maybe people would never want to be like oh the kardashians kind of started this movement i will say to me when i look at these women they are not afraid to ask for what they feel like they're worth or fight for what they feel like they can bring to the table and chris jenner has always done that and i think that it actually might help women in general to be able to get equal pay or get you know what i'm saying like this is a yeah full- i mean and that's why I do think it could be interesting to see a little bit more of the business side of it versus yeah. the drama side. And that I would commend them for because you're right. Like it is not easy to build a $2 billion empire. Otherwise uh-uh. I would have done it. You would have done it. Totally. We all would have done it. Um, so I, you know, hats off to them for doing it. I think that the reason why I've never really been a big fan is just because you know, the, like the dumb downside that is played up so much, mm-hmm. which is antithetical to their bank accounts. You know? Absolutely. The they, yeah. They build these massive companies. I mean, Kylie Jenner, she what there was a moment that she was worth a, a billion dollars, but now she's down to 700 million because her company wasn't doing as well as they were saying it was doing, but still she's what? 21 years old. Yeah. It's, right. She's worth $700 million. And that built like, that business was built on her getting lip injections. If you really think about it, yeah, you know, the yeah. lip kit started because people were so obsessed with her lips yeah. and like, and also talking bad about them. So they just take, they take advantage of situations that most people, you know, might shut. They're just smart business wise. I really do believe that. Yeah. They really are smart. And I've had some people that have worked closely with Kim in particular. And um, they they remarked to me, like, how incredibly articulate and kind and professional yeah. showed up. You know, when, when um, it was, I won't give away too many details, but, like, it was for a photo shoot where the photographer wanted only Kim. He, they were like, I don't want, I don't want the, I don't want the team. I don't want a manager. I want Kim, I want it to be as natural as possible and I want her to feel just comfortable. Yeah. So I don't want it surrounded by a bunch of people. And she agreed to do it and showed up on time. Actually, I think he said showed up early um, and was like, I've always dreamt of being shot by this photographer, so I'm going to let him do his art. Wow. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. Well, kudos to them. I'm curious to see what they make of this. Um, I just wanted to really bring it up because I – you know, it felt like we reported that first, that they would definitely be going somewhere else. I mean, if, if they feel like they should, uh, you know, give us a little kickback from that it's deal. It's probably, yeah. Throw, throw us a couple more. casual at velvethead.com. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of our email address, I was going through the emails earlier today and I've picked out a couple for us to go through today. You know, there's a lot going on. We had a couple different emails about this, a similar topic with the holidays. And I think this year is so strange because a lot of people aren't actually even traveling um, or getting together with family. Like it's a hard thing to decide to do. We, my family, we still haven't even decided. We're kind of like last minute decision playing it because it's just difficult. Like, especially depending on where everyone's been or what they're doing in the weeks leading up to this, you just want to be as safe as possible. But this time of year always seems to bring up the fa- the awkward family dynamics, the tough family dynamic situations. And so I wanted to read through a couple emails. Actually, this one is probably the only one we'll do about the family. But this is called, uh, this is from Caitlin, and this is titled, Visiting Pig People. Oh, 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you heard that right. Hi, Kelly and Chip. I'm a big fan of At Casual. I genuinely look forward to your podcast each week. Thanks for making me laugh every Friday. I'd love to hear any advice you have about visiting in-laws that are disgusting pig people. My fiance is currently living in Ireland. He's from there and I'll be visiting him for Christmas. He's living with his brother and sister-in-law in a nice townhouse, but they are disgusting pig people. I mean that in the, <laughs> the nicest way possible. I'm not sure how that works, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> they're uh, nice, so they're filthy. Yeah, filthy animals. Uh, I love them, but I ha- and I hate. Oh, but I hate staying with them because their house is so unclean. I.e., there is cat litter all throughout the house. The cat is gross. Nope. nope yep. Nope. The downstairs bathroom isn't usable because it's so unclean. Other bathrooms aren't much better. And last time I was there, we used the same three kitchen towels for 10 days to dry our hands, dishes, and wipe the counter. There was no designated towel for the listed uses. I'm not a clean freak, but I do believe in basic vacuuming, bathroom, and kitchen cleanliness. I don't want to be a rude guest. I only see his family a few times a year, but I feel so dirty staying there. My fiance has become accustomed to the gross. He's blind to it now. He knows I hate it, though. Any advice on how I clean the house without being rude? Or do I just suck it up for the two weeks that I'm there? Thanks a mil, Caitlin. Ooh, is there no way to stay in a hotel? I mean... <laughs> like, is there no way to like use the pandemic as a great excuse to get a hotel this year? That's not a bad idea. And maybe maybe that is one suggestion. But that doesn't answer her question. But that, yeah, yeah, that doesn't answer her question. Um, look, I mean, I think you could just start doing something and and act like you were trying to be as helpful as possible i mean the thing about like okay let's talk let's talk about the uh towel situation like is it rude because to me if i'm staying somewhere for two weeks you kind of do want to pick up the slack of like you're staying in someone's space so like you'll do the dishes like you're not just gonna be like a freeloader right so maybe Um, she could play it that way like just do a load of laundry without asking or, you know, just like maybe the bathroom situation, like clean a little bit. The cat litter is where they lost me. Like right. that's just so, disgusting. Yeah. That's that. I mean, maybe, okay. I'm the, the dish towel stuff too. Like maybe gift them some like Christmas gift, <laughs> like dish, dish towels. Like when you arrive, so that there are, mul- you know, that you're bringing multiple, true, and and then you can swap them out, and make them Christmas decorations. Um, take a long shower and clean the bathroom yourself. Yeah, uh, that's a good idea. Um, the cat litter thing is tough. Like, I mean, maybe maybe make a mess yourself of something and be like, I'll grab the vacuum. I don't know, like stage what vacuum something. up? The- I'm so confused about that statement yeah. you just said. What like? <laughs> spill a bowl of cereal without milk in it and be like, um, I'll grab the vac. I'm so sorry. You know, like stage something where like you would have to like clean up yourself after yourself. Oh yeah. And then while you're at it, just hit the whole, hit everything. I hate you know? cats so much. I'm like, just leave the door open. Let them escape. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not good to do. I will say I have a friend who's, um, mom is very very dirty and just kind of like a hoarder situation and he feels the same way like it's actually turned him into being a little OCD because of the way he grew up with her and the cat thing is actually real for them too she has like 10 cats or something ridiculous and he can't stand it he's just like they're everywhere there's fucking cat litter in the bathroom and you know I think it just is like if you don't have a cat 
it's a hard one to just swallow all the time because as much as they act like it doesn't smell like it does and it's gross, <laughs> but maybe there's a place that they could start desic. She could help be like, I don't know. I don't know how you do this, but like if it's the bathroom that they're using consistently, maybe, maybe you could request that your fiance ask his brother, Hey, can we like take the cat litter out of this space while we're here for two weeks? Like it sounds like they have multiple places they're putting it. Yeah. So like, can I mean, it just maybe not be in her specific space for the two weeks? Do you know what I mean? What if, like, what if, I mean, can they not just lie about a cat allergy? Well, I mean, that's a very real thing. Maybe though, if she started to stay there, like the jig would be up that she doesn't have one. You know what I mean? But like that, that's a deal with my friend's parents' house is like, if anyone like goes with him and they have a cat allergy, like they really can't even stay there because the cats are throughout the entire house. I don't know. Yeah. I just have, I've known people who have done it in a way that doesn't feel like it kind of dirties up the house. And it's like a one specific place, like a laundry room or something that's off, off the main, you know, off the beaten path of the house. Like it's not like the main right. bathroom or something. And it seems to work okay that way. So I don't know. Maybe that's a request the fiance could make just for the meantime and very like in a kind way, but just kind of like, Hey, we keep knocking this over or whatever it is. Like, is there a way we right, could just move right. this for the next two weeks? I, I do think too, like, look, p- people's bodies change and, and, um, allergies come and go. Like people develop allergies later in life. I do think the fiance could say like, Hey, you know, she's, um, she's developed a sensitivity to cats. So can we try to keep, like, can we put the litter boxes somewhere that like keeps the cats away from our space? Yeah. You know what I mean? And just kind of make it about that. And then at least like the litter box is out of the way and like you can clean up your area. Um, and, and, and it honestly, it might make the mom think like, Oh, I should clean up around here for if, if she's got cat allergies, you know, like Mm -hmm. maybe she'll do a deeper clean before they arrive. I mean, that's like best case scenario, but I mean, you could also offer to send a cleaning person ahead and be like, she's developed a cat allergy and I just want to like make sure that like it's as vacuumed and this, you know, I know how hard it is to keep up after them and acknowledge that, you know? So it's not as much of a shots fired kind of situation. This is the hard part about like going to stay in someone else's space though. You know? Yeah. It's like, I mean, you're doing that for a month and you even said for you, it's been different than your normal life because you live alone. And so it's just like being around people all the time is different. And like two weeks in someone else's space it's a long time. And as much as I want to be like annoyed that my parents and my uncle are like partying while I'm trying to work, like I'm in their house. Exactly. Like, they should be able to, like I can get up and move to a quieter room, but if the whole house were a party, then that would be a different situation. Right. Um, and the thing is, is like, I, they, they're my parents. I can be an asshole to them and they're still going to love me. Like these are her future in-laws like so it's a really touchy situation i think it's more on her fiance to kind of like navigate 100%. that because it's yeah. his family he, he, and it's also his fiance he's bringing in and so he can't he doesn't want to put that barrier between them and i think he has to own it as a little bit more about him than about her right so caitlin spin it back to your fiance he needs to remember how gross it is 
Sounds like he's been there just too long and now he's kind of like used to it, which also I totally understand and how that understand how that happens, but maybe she could have a conversation with him before getting into it. If you know anything about me, you know I am a massive creature of comfort. It is one of my top priorities in life to make my surroundings comfortable at all times. So when I found Cozy Earth, I quickly scooped up all of the luxurious bedding and loungewear that I could. It felt very on brand for me, but then I went on a trip with a girlfriend not too long ago where she could not stop commenting on how cute and comfy my pajamas were, which then made me realize they may also be my new favorite travel companion as well. Guys, I am not kidding when I say you will experience unmatched softness and smoothness with all of Cozy Earth's products. The temperature-regulating bamboo joggers and pullover crew add comfort and a touch of style to any travel ensemble, and their bedding comes in the most adorable totes, making it a super easy gift to give anyone. Discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code VELVETSEDGE at the checkout for an exclusive 35% off and let them know we sent you when you're at the checkout. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-errands pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Um, this next one is a totally different topic, but it goes back to the aquatic sex conversation that we were having. And a lot of people have had feedback about that, you know, like, is it doable? Is it not? But also just like us talking about it and saying like, it never looks as good as it is in the movies or whatever has brought up a couple different, um, conversations about that. So this one comes from Mandy and it's called car sex. I thought the episode about aquatic sex was hilarious. I shared it with my girlfriends and we could all relate. That got me thinking about car sex. I feel like car sex is hyped up. It doesn't matter if it's in the front seat or the back seat. I'm not petite by any stretch of the imagination. So unless we're bumping uglies in a truck bed, it's not happening. There's just not enough room. But you see it in the movies all the time when people are rocking and rolling in the cars at some hilltop hookup spot. Maybe they were more flexible in the old days or maybe this old girl just needs some more yoga. But hell if I know how to or- orgasm in a sedan. Help. Yeah, and there, that does happen a lot in the movies. I hadn't thought about it. And like the windows are always steamed up. It's like that scene in Titanic. Yeah, where yeah. she like throws her handbag and like it drips down the window. And it's just yeah. like the passion is so exciting. My question I, is though, is why are we having sex in cars at this age? Like I don't need to have sex in a car. I'll just go to my fucking no. house. <laughs> no, and here's the other thing to think about like those scenes in the movies since she brought it up that it's in movies a lot. A lot of times people end up dying. Like, I feel like they're always from car sex. Like, oh, no, it's like always in a horror movie. They're like at this pretty lookout and they're looking at them. Here comes somebody to kill them. So, you know, maybe just 
don't fuck in a car. So maybe it doesn't look as romantic as we're trying to say it does. Yeah. I or just like don't 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 fuck anybody that's got a sedan. Sorry. Sedan first drivers. of all, like, yeah. Let's get first thing. If you want to fuck me in your car, you need to get an SUV. You better get a truck, man. Also, yeah. it's just like I just literally have not hooked up in a car since high school. I seriously, when I was just thinking about this, I'm like, oh my god. And that's because like you don't have your own space in high school. Like my boyfriend and I would have to go like sneak behind the Sonic, you know. <laughs> Like, the Sonic. I mean, truly, I remember when the Sonic was built, and we were like, "Yes, new parking lot." Like, oh, <laughs> but it's just like in high school. God. What else are you gonna do? Yeah, so it was, yeah. it was that. That was the only option. You can't like go hook up at your house where your parents are. But like, once you move on to college, I just don't understand why you'd still be doing that. I will say, like, there may be a first date scenario where like you have a heavy make out or something like or after a first couple dates and you're just like doing the first kiss but you're not ready for them to come stay that would make sense to me but like otherwise I just don't I mean there's too many things there's there's like a gear shift like you don't want that hidden places you know I mean unless you're into that kind of thing but (laughs) right right just feels like a lot yeah I think that um just stay away from the car. <laughs> it's just too much. Just not worth it. It's just too much. I mean, if anyone has a really, really great car experience that will change our minds, please write into at casual at velvetage.com. Otherwise, Mandy, I'm just going to go ahead and say it might be time to retire the car. The sedan needs to go. Yes. For its sex, at least. <laughs> yes. Good one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my uh, god. God. You also, look, you know what? I'll tell you a funny story about car sex. My, oh, please um, do. <laughs> my sister growing up had a friend who was known to get around, and she got a fucking minivan that the back seats folded down into a bed. Oh, so she did it on purpose. A hundred percent. Wow. She was the only, only non teacher at our school driving a minivan. You know oh what I mean? Oh my god. My Wait. sister said that this, the, the back seats were stained, too. Ew. Yeah. yeah. I was about to say, well, she's well-traveled. That's what when we, yeah. when we, when I was in college, you know, I was in a sorority, which a lot of people think is insane, just in and of that statement, but I was. And we would, during rush, like you have to analyze all the pledges, you know? I mean, it's really fucked up when you really think about this rush experience, but you go through yeah. and like the people who know them or who are referring them or, you know, trying to speak for them, speak up about them and say positive things. Or, I mean, we would never bash people, but if, if a girl was a slut and like it was well-known, they would say she's a bit well-traveled. <laughs> a bit well-traveled. She's a bit well-traveled, but she's a super sweet girl, you know, whatever. Oh, um, it's like bless your heart. Totally. It's yeah. literally the bless your heart of calling someone a slut. What, She's like, a bit what, if well some, what if what if someone was just like had traveled a lot? <laughs> Right, and you're like she's a bit well traveled. No, but I mean, really? No, she really is well traveled. No, no she like, like backpack across Europe in her 11th grade year. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> well traveled in that she backpacked across yeah. Europe, not in that she hops from bed to bed. <laughs> not that she has a bunch of guys in her minivan on a reg. You know. I mean, yeah. If you got a car and you're doing it, you could be super well traveled. Truly, the minivan say, specifically you, sounds like yeah, it was. You could, you could say that she's got a lot of miles on her. <laughs> 
Poor girl. <laughs> Poor girl. She sounds uh, road hard and dried up or whatever they say. Is that a statement? I literally well, don't know what I'm talking about right now. <laughs> it's um, ro- road hard and put away wet. Put away and, wet. Hope you're not put away wet, though. I hope that comes out. My, oh. fa- my father said that last night. <laughs> Ew. So for the, last, for the last few nights, you know, I mean, my parents go to bed at like 830, 9 o'clock. And they the last few nights my mom has made this joke where she's like my dad always goes to bed first and she's like um i'll be right in for the hot sex oh and like she's just trying to like get to me yeah my dad's got like a bad back and like at the end of the day like he's like walking like a like he's like barely walk and (laughs) i go well i guess it explains the back problems and my dad goes road hard and put away wet I died. It's so I funny. Died. I mean, it would disturb me heavily if my act, my own parents were saying that. But hearing your parents say it is the funniest uh, thing I've heard all week. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know it's not true, so it's yeah. like that's that's the only reason I can stomach it. <laughs> What's the strangest place that you've had sex? Oh, the strangest place. Oh my god. I mean, I've definitely done it in a car, but I was in high school. Same. Um. God, I mean, I feel like every place is fairly normal. I mean, in a chair, and a shower, and a tub. Where, what, like, what's the strange place that you've had sex? I don't know. I was thinking through it. I probably, like, if I had to look back, I would say a party bus for my boyfriend's birthday in the bathroom when everyone else went inside the bar. <laughs> oh, my God. This was God. a long time ago. I, would think, I think I was, I like, I hope you got a check after that. Yeah. A checkup. I mean, it was my boyfriend. <laughs> what? Well, I mean, but you're in a bus bathroom. It was like a party bus, you know, the kind with like the lights and the stripper poles. Right, it must have right, really gotten right. us going. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess you wouldn't need a checkup after just being in that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not part of the Mile High Club. I don't even understand how that's possible. I don't like, either. It sounds actually terrible to me. It doesn't sound fun at all. Well, and there's always somebody waiting to go in the bathroom. Like, how do you get but away also, with it? Also, how are you going to sneak in there with two people? The flight attendants I, are standing right there. Right like, that, there. that just doesn't happen. Yeah. It's another thing that only happens in the movies, I think. I mean, yeah. do you remember also in high school, it feels like a lot of girls. <laughs> I don't know why I'm going to say this. Oh, God. Like, oh, at the God. movie theaters, I feel like it was uh, like yeah, one of those situations. Lots of, of lo- lots of fingering and blowjobs yeah. happening, like, under yeah. a blanket or something, which is just like. Yeah. God, horny teenagers, man. Ugh. Disgusting. Anyway. I, mean, I, would give, I would give anything to go back and be a horny teenager. I, I don't would, understand I would, why you're not like you're not just embracing these desires now. I mean, I'm ready for well, Sledapalooza for you. I don't understand why I we're know. still beating around the bush here. <laughs> I wish you were beating because, more around the bush. I, w- <laughs> I want to do it as a horny teenager. But you're not. Like I hate to break it to you, but you cannot go back to that. <laughs> so you might as well either act I'm like full one of now. Middle aged. Yeah. yeah. Why can't I'm you be aged. like middle aged? by number but horny teenager at heart you know yeah like that might be your yeah. new t-shirt too <laughs> oh my god horny teen hor- horny teenager horny teen. at heart <laughs> old but still a horny teen <laughs> <laughs> um okay this is all i have in me literally i can't even answer any more questions this was it for my you gotta you gotta go drink some diet cola and don't you think i've already had a fucking diet coke today i don't even what's what's your hangover food by the way 
I mean, it has to be a greasy burger. I can't even, I couldn't even stomach a burger today. So my, my go-to hangover is to Postmates, a large French fry from McDonald's and a large Diet Coke. And it's always so embarrassing when they drop it off because for sure I'm still in my pajamas and it's usually like 2 p.m. if I'm in this situation. And it's just the fries. And it's just the fucking fries. warm anymore? No, they're usually cold and crispy and I just can't even care. But I just need that like breaded whatever in my stomach. And for some reason, it's like McDonald's fries are so salty, you know, that you just like need that. Um, wow. But the other thing is, is it's like, you know, when they're driving through the McDonald's, they're like, she just wants the fries. Like it go, you know, it has to go yeah. through their head. Like what a strange order that is. Yeah, and then they get to my door and they sailing. see me and they're like, oh no, I see <laughs> this bitch is hung over. <laughs> I sent Chip a picture earlier of French fries laying on my chest because I laid on the couch and tried to stomach them down. That's so good. I never actually I got remember, sick. I just feel out of it, you know? Yeah. I remember when I lived in New York, I mean, you used to be able to get anything delivered. And this was very, it predated um, the internet almost. But they were definitely like not Uber Eats and things like that, DoorDash. Um, but you could almost call any little restaurant and somebody would, hop on a bike and bring you something but mcdonald's started doing it and it was like i think it was 437 fast 212 437 fast i love that you remember that wow i know he's some sort of like savant pretty much and (laughs) um you know not to brag (laughs) no big deal but um we that was the thing like on saturdays and sundays when we were be super hungover it was like there was nothing better than like hearing that doorbell ring and knowing there was a woman with her McDonald's bag and it was always, why did it have to be a woman? It was usually a woman. (laughs) I'm just joking. I was just trying to make it like, having a sexist comment. (laughs) (laughs) Why you got to go and say it had to be a woman, you know? Well, you know, what's fun. You know, why I probably remember that it was usually a woman because I feel like most of the other delivery people were men, but it was usually a woman from a, from McDonald's, most huh. of my memories. Interesting. Interesting. Fun yeah. little tidbit for Look you. Look at guys. McDonald's being progressive. Yeah. <laughs> Wonder if they got equal pay. Um, they better have. <laughs> I know they. I know they were tipped well. Oh, look at you. Well, that's it for us for today for At Casual. I am going to go nurse this hangover and maybe not ever drink again in my entire life. I'll tell you what I'm never going to drink again is fucking eggnog. No more eggnog for this girl. Maybe (laughs) ever. Like that might have just really sealed the deal for me on the nog. Yeah, no, thank you. I don't want eggnog. So we're Never. actually going to be back after the holidays. Chip, are you are you excited about Christmas? I am, although, you know, there has been a little bit of family drama that we're dealing Uh-oh. with. Care to share? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm just I, mean, kidding. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you. Oh, okay. Care. We'll tell the world. Let's go. Yeah. So my brother-in-law got COVID. Oh, and, shit. Um, and though he has been staying home... He has not been isolating from his family, which is my sister and my nieces, which to me is reckless. But um, it's also a choice my sister is making, which is stupid. And (laughs) in my humble opinion, and, um, you know, our parents are in their mid to late 70s. And the plan is always that we, you know, now that there's kids on that side of the family, we used to always do Christmas at my parents' house. But now we go over there spend Christmas Eve and then we wake up and Santa's come in the morning. Mm -hmm. Um, And 
that makes me really uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, like I see why I, my si- my sister wasn't. She was like, "Why would I get a test?" And I was like, "So you don't kill our parents?" And she's right. like, "We don't. We don't have any symptoms." And I was like, "Fifty percent, forty to fifty percent of people are asymptomatic." Right. You know, like I just I I took great lengths to come home and be with my family. Part of which was me wanting to spend some time with my sister and my nieces, which I haven't been able to do because of this situation. Mm. Um, and you know, I'm just like, do the bare minimum. Just find out that you don't have it. That's right. all I'm asking. Right. You know, like, so it's been a little bit of a, Sounds a thing. That's what's it's so interesting about thing. this year is like family dynamics are always, I think every family has something, you know, like, I mean, it's just, that's the way family is. But then this whole pandemic just really adds a whole nother layer. And we talked a little bit about the politic thing a couple of weeks ago, but there's so much going on this year that I think it can be a little bit just divisive in general. Totally. Well, I hope you guys get that figured out and have an amazing holiday. Yeah. The best case scenario is that they all test negative and we get to do Christmas like we wanted, you Amen. know, and yeah. that's, that's what I'm hoping for. Cause that means they're all healthy too. So, well, well wishes to you guys on that. I'm going to be in Nashville, uh, hopefully with family. I'm still not sure, but we're going to have a great day anyway. It's actually fun for me because I like got to shop for kids this year. That was a really fun new. That is, it's the best. Oh my gosh. I got them the cutest little things. I'm going to post about it actually after Christmas. Not that they follow me and could see, but I'm like, I don't want it. I don't want anything to get ruined, but it's so cute. Everything that you buy for kids is just cute. You know, it's cute. I've spent so much money on my nieces. Yeah, it's, it's fine. It's just like. You, you, it's hard to stop. You're like, oh, I'm oh, I don't want to get them this. I know that's yeah, how I've been yeah. too, and I'm trying to like not be that way. But it yeah. actually brings back the magic of Christmas because you know, like I remember being little and just my brother and I waking up so early and just like you can't you can't stand it. You have to get down there and like I haven't experienced that in so long. So I'm super excited to get to see them, just experience the Santa stuff and be excited and just the magic of Christmas again. Like that's going to be very yeah. exciting for me. Yeah, that'll be really fun. Yeah, it's like it really is a special time. I agree. And they're good. They're good ages too. They're at so. great ages. And I'm gonna tell you yeah. what I'm not gonna bring to the table is fucking eggnog. Okay, so <laughs> we'll be celebrating. I'll drink to that. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone, be very careful with your eggnog consumption over the holidays. I think it can get a little dicey since we're all at home. You know, I think that's the other problem is when you're drinking at home, you're not really monitoring how much your intake is going up. Like you're not necessarily because you don't have to like order another cocktail or you know what I mean? It's just different. So sometimes I just need to rein it in. Rein it in, girl. Uh, Well, Well, good luck to everyone. Christmas. Well, Well, I'm kind of saying it to you, but like to everyone. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. And the next time we record, Chip, you will be back in Nashville. Things will be back to normal for well yeah for us recording at casual it's just so much more fun when we're in person i agree well we'll drink something other than eggnog to celebrate <laughs> amen to that um all right well you guys keep uh keep your what what where was i about to go i, I, I was gonna say keep your chin up guys keep it safe it's really what i was thinking keep it safe okay. keep it light i hope that you guys get to enjoy the holidays as much as possible in a safe manner this year and always remember act casual i'm going to take a nap (laughs) Bye. bye this is malcolm gladwell 
from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. 